Michael B. Jordan has had a meeting about possibly taking on the role of Superman. We'll tell you more. Also, Singapore's new creation church has bought a nearly $300 million shopping mall. And Christmas time is here. We'll play you a little of a new tune from Casey Musgraves and Lana Del Rey to help you bring in the holiday season. That's all ahead. This is Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily. It's Relevant Daily. Hey everyone, I'm Clark Flippo. Welcome to Relevant Daily, where we bring you what's happening at the intersection of faith and culture. All those stories are coming up, but first I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a clean landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or even an appealing online store, it's all possible with Squarespace. They have award-winning templates, customizable settings, and of course, powerful e-commerce tools. And right now, Squarespace is offering Relevant Daily listeners a special deal. Head over to squarespace.com relevant for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch your site, use the offer code relevant to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com relevant. All right, to tell us about today's stories, it's our senior editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, Tyler, how's it going, man? Hey, Clark, welcome back. Thanks, man. Back from the holidays, back from our, our food comas. Yeah, exactly. Now's when they bring on the Christmas season. <laughs> so uh, first up, we got uh, Michael B. Jordan could be our next Superman, huh? Yeah, maybe, maybe. So Variety recently put together a pretty long look at just how DC is trying to shake up its movie universe here in the coming years. There are lots of possibilities for the future. Apparently, J.J. Abrams has even had a few meetings about potentially coming on board. But the most intriguing tidbit involves Michael B. Jordan. According to Variety, Jordan actually sat down with Warner Brothers to pitch his vision for Superman. And how did that go? Well, Variety says that Warner Brothers execs were intrigued by his pitch, but Jordan couldn't commit to the sort of multi-year contract they'd want at the moment because he's got so many things going on, obviously. So the idea is on the back burner for a couple of years, but it's still definitely in play. And it's an intriguing prospect. DC movies obviously struggled initially, but have hit a bit of a stride lately with Wonder Woman and Aquaman generating lots of positive attention. And Joker obviously hit a billion dollars at the box office. Margot Robbie Birds of Prey and James Gunn's Suicide Squad reboot seem similarly poised for success. And then, of course, Matt Reeves' Batman reboot has generated lots of positive buzz so far. So this would just be another part of DC sort of slowly but surely riding the ship that came out of the gates very, very rocky. Right, right. So how's everyone responding to this idea? Well, it's been interesting. On Twitter, author and Marvel Comics writer Eve Ewing posted a very insightful Twitter thread about the idea of a black Superman and the ways that the popular mythology around Superman would need to change for someone like Jordan to wear the cape. Uh, she said, and this is a quote, my thoughts on the idea of casting MBJ Superman is that in order for that to work, we wouldn't just pretend we live in a colorblind society. That's a joke. If you give me a black Superman film where he's just as beloved as America's golden boy, you're whack and you lie to yourself. Just dropping black superheroes into the mix hither and thither can't be just about representation on some two-dimensional-ish. If you're not engaging what it actually means for a superhero to be black, if you're treating their race like it's incidental, 
elemental and immaterial. What are you doing? If you make a film where Superman is black, show me the people who constantly doubt him, hate him, mistrust him, and mock him. Show me the Facebook pages they circulate, memes of him as a monkey. Show me the thinly veiled white supremacist pundits challenging him on TV nightly. So what she's saying here basically is it's not just enough to have racial representation in these superhero right. movies. The race has to mean something and the, the context right. about which these black characters would emerge from would be different than it would be for somebody who's been traditionally depicted as white like Superman. So definitely an interesting take there. Something that's generated a lot of positive attention from the comic mm-hmm. book world. We'll see what happens as this development sort of unwinds here in the future. Yeah, something to for sure keep our eyes on. For sure. Um, so next up, uh, a Singapore megachurch bought a shopping mall. <laughs> yeah, it's wild. Uh, Joseph Prince is a charismatic televangelist whose new creation church in Singapore is one of the largest megachurches in the world. And they're purchasing Star Vista, a shopping mall worth nearly $300 million, according to reports. Wow. The purchase will be made via New Creation's business arm. It's called Rock Productions. And the question I think everyone is wondering is why? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, okay, there's a few answers here, obviously. But the main one, or the stated one at least, is the mall is connected to the Performing Arts Center where New Creation holds its services. Singapore's The Straits Times reports that the church did not want the unpredictability of the space going to another buyer. So as a church official told the paper, quote, given that the Star Vista and the Star Performing Arts Center are inextricably linked, our immediate objective is both to protect the interests of the church and to preserve the good experience for all who come to the Star PAC. Now, Prince himself is often associated with the prosperity gospel. Uh, His website says that he preaches only, quote, the unadulterated gospel of Jesus with boldness. But obviously, these sorts of purchases have sort of a long and uncomfortable history with prosperity gospel preachers. Yeah, so... I mean, how could a church afford such an expensive uh, space here? Yeah, so this is that kind of kind of tracks actually. According to the Straits Times, New Creation Church actually had enough money on hand to make the purchase outright without any fundraising. That also tracks with New Creation Congregation's reputation for giving lots of money. As the Christian Post noted, its five thousand person, three hundred sixty six million dollar Star Performing Arts Center was fully paid for in twenty sixteen, and back in twenty ten, the church raised, this is true, $15 million in a single day. So uh, definitely a history of people who go to that church being very willing to give to it when they're asked to. Definitely a very uh, eye-raising purchase from this church Mm. over there. Certainly. Well, finally, uh, Merry Christmas, Tyler. We've Merry got Christmas. Uh, we've got some new Christmas music from Casey Musgraves and Lana Del Rey. Yeah, Casey Musgraves. I, li- I don't know where you're at on your uh, Casey Musgraves fans, but I'm all the way in. Yeah, she's great. And uh, her Golden Hour was one of our uh, one of Relevant's best albums of 2018 last year. Likewise, mm-hmm. Lana Del Rey released her uh, Norman Bleeping Rockwell, which is also going to be on a lot of end of end of year lists here at the end of 2019. Right. Uh, they came together for a new Christmas song. Uh, they joined forces for Casey's very delightful The Casey Musgraves Christmas Show. Uh, It's a real win for everybody who likes them and likes Christmas. They took on I'll Be Home for Christmas and uh, they even found a little bit of cheer over that song even though it's kind of it's been a little worn out in my opinion. I've heard it a lot of times over the past couple of years but I really enjoyed this rendition. Here's a clip of it. Christmas Eve will find me
Embedded over there at relevantmagazine.com. And you can watch that entire Casey Musgrave's Christmas show on Amazon Prime and listen to the whole soundtrack on Spotify. A great way to welcome in the new season. Absolutely, man. Well, thanks, Tyler. Hey, thanks, Clark. To read more about those stories and everything else we're covering today, make sure to check out the homepage at relevantmagazine.com. Also, for the latest, make sure to follow Relevant on social media. We're on Twitter at Relevant, on Facebook and Instagram at Relevant Magazine. Finally, subscribe to our print magazine and all our other podcasts. We're here every weekday bringing you the latest at the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is Relevant Daily. Relevant Daily.